It is 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. The question on the minds of homeowners is what is going to happen to the value of my home this year? Mortgage rates are up. Home prices are down as much as 15% from a year ago in the Barrie area. Will prices continue to decline or has the market correction run its course? No one can say for certain, but here are some of the factors that will determine that. First off, it is highly unlikely that despite any media hype you might be hearing, that we will see a full-out collapse of the real estate market and real estate values. The market would have to be flooded with homes for sale and no one at all buying. The economic conditions where a majority of sellers had no choice but to sell would have to be in place. And yes, there is inflation making things more challenging for Canadian families, but not to the point of us losing our homes. The number of Ontario homeowners in default on their mortgage payments is less than 1% in Ontario right now. The lowest the country and also the lowest seen in over 40 years. Canadian wages went up 5% last year and job numbers have gone up in all key labour markets for 2022. Our unemployment rate is at 5%, one-tenth of 1% off the all-time record low. In 2022, we welcomed 400,000 new Canadian residents. And by 2025, the number of people moving here from other parts of the world will jump to half a million per year. All of them require a place to live and a majority of them are financially prepared to buy a home. There is also an unprecedented transfer of wealth underway in our country at the moment. From 2016 to 2026, it is expected that over $1 trillion I'll repeat that, over $1 trillion in assets are being passed down from the baby boomer generation down to younger generation Canadians. A trillion dollars is a lot of mortgage down payment opportunity. Still, our country has somehow built 20% fewer homes in each of the last 10 years than our population growth alone requires. Add to that, homes needed to meet the housing needs of existing Canadians purchasing their first homes every year. No doubt with some of that trillion dollars, we have a growing housing deficit in the country and no amount of meddling by government with our mortgage rules and rates is going to fix this root issue. In fact, it will only serve to exacerbate the housing problem. And yet with everything I've just recognized here, the media is still bursting with commentary suggesting that the bottom is going to fall out of the Canadian real estate market and that home values are headed down the dumpster. But then they have been saying this constantly for more than a decade now. I'm seeing and I'm reading stories that we're going to see a real estate market crash reminiscent of the 2008 crash in the U.S. Well, let's take a look at that. To understand why the U.S. real estate market crashed in 2008, you have to go all the way back to 1933. In 1933, the Glass-Steagall Act was passed. At that time, commercial banks had increasingly been taking abundant risks with their depositors' money. The Glass-Steagall Act forced commercial banks to refrain from investment bank activities in order to protect depositors. Skip ahead to 1999, the federal government of the day repeals the act. The doors are thrown open for U.S. commercial banks to create subprime mortgage financing products and high-risk mortgage-backed security products that mainly targeted lower-income and often financially illiterate Americans. Credit default swaps and a host of other financial schemes helped to line the pockets of hedge funds and security agents and brokers who distributed unsecured loans and mortgages to the often underqualified across the United States like Halloween candy. When it inevitably collapsed in 2008, 
$11 trillion in real estate-backed American household wealth completely disappeared in less than two years. Millions lost their jobs and 3.1 million American households were forced to file for foreclosure on their homes. Though much of the activity that caused the crash was illegally orchestrated by Wall Street executives, not one of them served a moment of jail time. Okay, the history lesson's over. The follow-up on this side of the border was hardly noticed. Our financial institutions in Canada are far more carefully controlled and monitored, and our lending practices are far more conservative and protective. Our higher-risk mortgage borrowers require default insurance on any borrowed money. The U.S. is a world apart from our own when it comes to banking and financing practices. So far in January, inventory numbers of homes for sale are at record lows, while the volume of home showings being booked is on the rise. Looking back again to January 2022 when the market peaked, Barry Homes at that moment were selling on average for 22% more than sellers were asking for them. In January 2022, the average sale price jumped 12.6% from the previous month, and in each of the 19 previous months to that, home prices rose from between half a percent to as much as 7% per month. The correction we experienced over the past 10 months has taken home values back to where they were just three months before they peaked in January 2022, still double what they were just five years previously. Up to the January 2022 price peak, buyer activity had been focused predominantly on homes above the median price point. Buyers trading up to more expensive homes, mainly out-of-town buyers with the determination and resources to buy our higher-priced homes. This past year, that all shifted, and far more of the buyer activity in our region is on homes priced at or below the median price. With more of our sales now of lower-priced homes, simple math tells us average prices of homes sold is going to reflect that. Right now, inventory levels of homes for sale in our region is drastically low. I counted less than 200 residential properties actively listed in Barrie when I checked the database this morning. A higher than usual number of listed homes are at January 22 prices and not seeing much activity, although the overall numbers of home showings being booked by potential buyers, again, it's starting to increase and it has been increasing since before Christmas. If inventory levels remain as low as they are and the buyer activity keeps increasing, we can't totally rule out the possibility of a return to seeing multiple bids on home, if only for a short while until we get into the spring market and people start listing their homes, bringing that inventory level back up again. On the whole, I expect 2023 will see fewer real estate transactions. It's going to be quite flat and the balance of control should be more evenly divided between buyers and sellers on any negotiated sale, making strategy all the more important to the outcome. Buyers, once again, having the opportunity to negotiate with sellers on the price of, in terms of their sale, that is long overdue. Buyers will be in a more comfortable position to put financial conditions on their offers and to make those offers conditional upon the conducting of a home inspection and on learning the all too important details of a home condition before fully committing to the purchase. Sellers are less likely to find themselves in panic mode because their home sold in 24 hours and they haven't found a home to purchase yet or have not been able to close on a purchase because they keep getting beat out in multiple offer scenarios. All in all, we are headed into what I believe will be a less stress-driven and far healthier market for everyone who has plans to buy or sell real estate. Call me if you want to talk home purchase and sale strategy. I'm Mike Montague. Who moves you?